N-Y-Y-S-T This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Swinging for the fences Knock it out the park This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Christian and Chris Of course SGR This is New York Yankee Sports Talk Call me New York Yankee Sports Talk Record rain and shine Grab your shades and umbrellas N-Y-Y-S-T You're hanging with the fellas Welcome back. This is episode 340 of the NYYST podcast. We're live on NYY News TV. I'm your host, Christian. I'm with SGR. What up? And filling in for a vacation in Chris Il Padrino, Pete Simonetti. Yeah. What's up, bro? What's going on, fam? What fam? Up, Sam? How, you, how you doing? How you doing? How you doing? How you doing? Okay. I'm doing okay. 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 I got a little Peroni action today, so it's going to be a good show. Ooh. All the Tourette's are out of the way right now. That's it? Yeah, that's it. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. I'm good. Okay. Uh, Okay. okay. We're here in the middle of the All-Star break. Uh, It's Wednesday night. The Yankees don't return to action until Friday, although who really cares at this point, right? True. Oh, but uh, Elgato makes an early appearance on the show. Elgato. All right. Going to be Early one of those appearance. days, fellas. Uh, but tonight, uh, as we move oh, along with things here, we're going to give out a uh, first half of the year report card uh, for the New York Yankees. A lot of I, I foresee a lot of Fs going out to this <laughs> team in uh, in about a half hour or so. But before we get there, there is a lot to talk about. The Yankees ended the first half of the season miserably as they lost the game to the Chicago Cubs, which caused them to then lose the series to the Cubs. The Yankees have now fallen out of the third wild card. They sit a game out now, so they're in that fourth position there. Uh, It's been a real kind of rough go for the Yankees here recently. They had that really good homestand against Texas and and Seattle, and since then they just really have not been able to get out of their own way. They either just don't show up for games like they did in the first game against uh, St. Louis when – Sevy got blitzed, and then, you know, the finale of that series, they, again, they didn't really feel like showing up because they couldn't score off Jordan Montgomery. They have leads like they did in Sunday's game, and then they just decide that they're going to kick the ball around and blow and blow games. So it's been a very frustrating first half of the season for the Yankees. Uh, we'll talk about this a little bit more as we, you know, when we dive into, into the report cards here that they should – Everybody's going to point to Aaron Judge being out, but there's more to the story than just Aaron Judge being out. And I think that's where we could start the show right now is there's a lot of rumors coming out in the last couple of days. Everybody's together at the All-Star game. The trade deadline's a couple of weeks away, so you're starting to hear a little rumors and rumblings here. Uh, We'll start with the guy that we talked about uh, last week. You know, would you put Anthony Volpe in a trade package for this guy? And uh, I believe that, to me personally, he fills the biggest need for the New York Yankees currently, and that's Juan Soto. And, look, Derek Jeter is a very, very smart guy. (laughs) He doesn't say Mm -hmm. things just to say things. And last night during the All-Star game, Derek Jeter said he would love to see the Yankees go out there and get Juan Soto. Yeah, man. I mean, look, um, earlier a couple of – it was a couple of weeks ago, but – you know, I don't I don't put anything out that's clickbait. I don't look to put, you know, anything out there that is going to get people excited for no reason. But I put that tweet out that I was told that the Yankees are very, and this is before the Padres kind of started going downhill. 
I was mm-hmm. told that the Yankees are very interested in in getting Juan Soto when he becomes a free agent. This is before there was probably a possibility he could be traded. And look, you got to remember too, the Yankees tried to get him when he was a net. I mean, they they tried, they offered Volpe for him, and the net and Mike mm-hmm. Rizzo was like, no, you know, we don't we don't value him the way you guys do. And Christian's a hundred percent right. There is no other bat out there that fits the Yankees as perfectly as Juan Soto does. And I've heard so much nonsense from fans today. Oh, but that one move doesn't change. It doesn't move the needle. It doesn't do this. But then you're risking that you don't resign him and blah, blah, blah. What happened to this fan base of wanting to win? Mm -hmm. Is my biggest question, really. Like, how can you have Juan Soto out there on a fishing line and go, "Ah, I'm going to reel it in because I just can't give Dominguez up. I got, I'll wait. I'll wait till he hits over 200 in double A to get excited a little more about him and not get one of the best players in baseball just because there's a possibility he may not sign with us and he's only 20, he's going to be 25 years old when he's a free agent. Yeah. So I, I don't understand it. And also a lot of people are saying, well, Juan Soto's regressed this year. He's he's regressed. But and I've heard you say this before, Sim, where it's like, well, compared to this lineup, he would he would be the second best hitter on the team. He's currently he's currently got a four nineteen on base percentage. That's something that the Yankees are de- in desperate need of. Fifteen home runs and a two sixty five batting average. It's not terrible. I mean, it's yeah, not Juan Soto. I, I numbers, believe but that I'll take with him. Judge on the IL, that's the top batting average on, on yeah. this team. Yeah. 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 It's just beating Glaber, I believe, but yeah. And not just the bat aspect of it, but I mean, this team is desperate for an outfielder, another outfielder to come in and actually an actual outfielder to play out there. So it's another aspect of it, too. It's not just the offense, but it's, you know, he's not the greatest uh, defender, but it's better than what we have out there. I'm sure you can catch the ball a lot better than uh, IKF and Oswaldo Cabrera and uh, whoever else has been stuck out there. Garrett Cole was was sitting there in in utter disbelief last night watching the plays (laughs) made behind him. That he's like, oh my god, like this is what it feels like to have real outfielders behind me. He was like, yeah, put me on the Tampa Rays because at least at least uh, Rosarina could make a catch. Texas got uh, Garcia out there making a good catch, but yeah, man, it's um. It's going to be, it's one of, obviously, one of the, the, the best times in Major League Baseball is coming towards the trade deadline. And, you know, you got the first team kind of step into the bat today saying, hey, we are going to sell. And that is the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Uh, their uh, their uh, president comes out today and just basically says, you know, we're open for business. You know, we are going to trade. He said flat out, we are going to trade guys. Everybody's on the table. Uh, it just depends on the guys that we feel will be best served for us in 2024 so you know think about who those could be but i tell you what right now there's a lot of guys on that roster that make a lot of sense for the new york yankees a lot of guys it's going to be an interesting debate really we're not in brian cashman's head nor do we want to be but i mean if you had to look at it do you see a way the yankees could pull off soto and nolan arenado do the yankees have what it takes to make two major maneuvers like that because that not only covers you if god forbid aaron judge doesn't come back and also you know you're you don't have to do a goddamn thing going in yeah maybe shore up your pitching a little bit uh depending on you know who leaves who stays you know bullpen starting rotation but offensively you don't have to spend any money in the offseason if you bring in arenado and juan soto i mean that's your your team's set going forward <clears throat> next year yeah, and I really don't even think it's a question of if they can. I think we all know they can. The Yankees' payroll drops a shit ton come 2025. I think it goes like 160 
or something like that. Right now, it's it's approaching the two ninety. You think Cashman mark. can stomach making two moves no. like that in one no. trade deadline? No, that that's the problem. Is that it, let, let, you? And, and it's funny because I said this the other day. I'm like, look, I really hope the Padre just come out and go, we're you know we're gonna trade Soto. Whoever gives us the best uh, best offer, we're gonna trade him because I just want to see the Yankees miss again, and just go uh, once again. They did it. And Cashman will still be the smooth criminal that he is and just get away with everything because that's what he does. What's the one, honestly, if you, let's say Anthony Volpe's off the table. You don't want to, I personally, I would, I don't know. We had such a good debate about it last week where you'd have to at least listen and it would be very painful to make a maneuver like that. But let's say Anthony Volpe is your, you believe in him. He's your next, he's your shortstop for the next decade. Mm. You can't trade him. Mm. What's in that farm system keeping you from making any trade right now? What's in that farm system that Nothing. you would say, I can't trade this guy? Nothing. I mean, Juan Soto's better than every than everything we have besides Judge. It's not even close. And the window is closing for, for these guys. Juan Soto's 24 years old. We're not talking about we're trading all mm. these guys. He, he's just slightly older than the guys we're trading him for, if that's the case. I mean, I, I don't see, I don't even see a net. Look, if they call me up, I'll tell you right now. For me, it's not a debate. I love Anthony Volpe. But if they go, hey, Anthony has to headline a package for Soto, I'm telling them, take him. What else do you need? Let's oh, get the I, deal done and get him over here. Honestly, and I said this last week when Chris and I debated this, like, that's a trade that's going to hurt you to make, but it's also one that's going to get mm. you excited when it's made. Like, Damn you don't right. want to move Anthony Volpe, but at the same time, if Juan Soto is the return, I don't know how you can look away from that. And yep. I don't, and, and you have to look at it like this, too. Like, Aaron Judge is in his early 30s. Garrett Cole is in his early 30s. How much more of these guys' prime is left? Like, where they're going to be Back. at the peak of their positions for, what, the next two to three years before you really experience the decline that everybody's so worried about from That's handing right. out long-term contracts? And, you, right. and you're worried about, what, Jason Dominguez, who can't hit 200 in double A? You're right. worried about, you know... Oswald Peraza, who the Yankees don't even really give a shit about. Nope. What do you honestly? What are you so concerned about? That's in that farm system. What are you going to be more in ten? Let's say we, we look at this 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 team in ten years. They don't win a World Series. We pissed away Garrett Cole's yep. uh, uh, prime. We pissed away Aaron Judge's prime. We didn't trade for Juan Soto because of because of Jason Dominguez. And Jason Dominguez is is, is basically what Glaber Torres is. A 250 hitter that hits 20 to 25 home runs a year, a legit major leaguer, but he's not a superstar. That's what you passed on. Uh, and I'm not saying that's what I think Dominguez is. I'm, I'm just looking at the track record of what the Yankees uh, have turned out in the last 10 years in terms of prospects. So it would be a major failure. I mean, and, and that's yeah. the thing. And, you know, um, I, I'll, I'll kind of just piggyback off what you said. You're 100 percent right. Cole is not getting younger. Carlos Rodon is not getting younger now that we got him back in the second half. Aaron Judge is not getting younger. Giancarlo Stanton has no legs. Anthony Rizzo gets off to a hot start, and then he falls down flat in his face. Two, every year he's been a Yankee, whatever the hell it's been now, two and a really half years. fell on his face this year, too. That's huh. kind of- yeah, and he, he did, exactly. So, I mean, the Yankees have to get a significant player in this lineup, whether it's Soto whether it's somebody on the Cardinals who can really help. I, I don't know the definite answer, but I do believe with the Cardinals coming out and saying, hey, you know, we can, we can make a deal here. Those guys better not be off the table. You know, the, yeah. the, the, I don't want to hear this nonsense of, oh, we couldn't make that deal because we believe in this guy. Look what they're doing to Peraza. 
I mean, uh, Andy Martino had that article today, and he literally said every scout believes that Anthony Volpe is moving to second base. He's going to move to second base very soon. They, they don't believe he's going to last that short. I said it the other day. If Anthony Volpe goes to his right, he can't throw nobody out of first base. He's not a shortstop. This is pretty simple here. I'm telling you right now, would I see Anthony Volpe moving to second base? Yes. Would I see Anthony Volpe moving to second base for the Yankees? No. no. Yep. Mm. I agree. I agree. Smarter I Yankees. Yankees. Smarter Yankees. Smart. I quote it all the time from you guys. Smarter yeah, Yankees. It's, it's the best line that has ever been said on NYY News TV because it's so true. Anything you could you could talk about, it's smart or Yankees. Yankees had a very easy decision on this. Glaber could have been traded for maybe mm. a left fielder. They decided not to. They could have had Peraza and Volpe both up here. Peraza's the better shortstop. Volpe would be a phenomenal second baseman. They passed up on that, and you're right. They probably never will move him off a shortstop. Yeah, so if they don't trade guys like Volpe or Peraza, another name that I'm seeing today that's being uh, talked about is Roderick Arias. He's the number, mm-hmm. uh, Arias, excuse me, number 11 prospect in the system. He was a big international prospect signing last year for $4 million, 955 OPS in the Florida Complex League this season. So he's getting some attention right now. Could be another name the Yankees throw out there in a trade. I like that. I like hearing names. For for once, coming up to the yeah. deadline, teams actually interested in some of these Yankee prospects. You haven't really heard that too much deep in the system. If you're bringing up, how do you say his last name? Arias, Arias. I'd say Arias. Yeah, I've heard of him. I know who he is. Uh, you know, but if you are a fan and be like, "Oh, we can't trade him," what are you? What's wrong with you? What is he? Young kid. He's not even. He hasn't even. Eighteen. Been, Eighteen from the. Eighteen Dominican years Republic. old. He's not even in the. He's not even playing a ball yet. Mm-mm. I mean, he has all the talent in the world, but he's a knee injury away from never playing. I mean, and you're getting guys that could automatically help you now. Out of this farm system that you want, take them for Juan Soto. I, and you brought up Carlos Rodon, right? And here's the thing about him. What, what was the deal? It was a six-year deal, I believe. Yeah. You didn't five and six. You signed him to ride with Garrett Cole for the next two or three years. Yep. Two years with Cole and Rodon not leading this team to a World Series. That's a failure. Facts. This is why though this is why Rodon was brought here. And I'm not saying it's a failure because they didn't do the job. You you have to put the pieces around them. You can't keep continually passing on 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 major trades that you can make because oh i can't trade this guy i can't trade that guy these guys are all expendable jesus i would have traded i think we talked about this in what 21 maybe 2021 i brought this up i would have put friggin uh dominguez in a package to rent max scherzer for a playoff Mm. run that's how that's how little prospects mean to me at this point it's all about winning a world series right now and if you want to the only reason I look at Volpe differently is because he's here helping the team. Yeah, but I would right. still I, I would still look at it like if you needed Volpe to close a deal for Juan Soto, I mean, Jesus, dude, you can't that's that's gonna be a hard one to, to sit there and say, hey, that's the reason why we didn't get him. It, especially if you're keeping Peraza. Mm. Yeah, no, no doubt about it. And 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 that's the that's the whole question that is gonna be answered very soon. And look. Derek Jeter has our mindset. Derek Jeter is thinking just like we are. He's a winner. Derek Jeter's looking at the Yankees now. What did he say? He is the best player for them. Where are you going to put him, Jeter? Anywhere. 
mm. left or right field, whatever he wants. That's what he, whatever he wants, you put him. You know why? Jeter is Jeter has our mindset. It is a win now mentality. Fuck everything else. I don't want to win two years from now. I don't want to talk about a guy helping in 2025 because that's when we're going to win. No, I want to win right now. And somebody said in the chat, what if Volpe goes on and becomes the star in San Diego? God bless him. Good. Good for him. Great. I wouldn't want him to be bad. But I'm sorry. I am taking the risk all day, every day. Yeah. He has to be a part of a deal for a guy like Soto because, again, Imagine Soto in front of Judge. You want to get oh, into analytics? Man, a left let's get field, into analytics. A lefty power hitter, man. Well, SGR, let's get into analytics for a second. Okay. He's top 100. He's the best guy in the league in baseball at chase rate. He doesn't chase nothing. Okay. Now he bats behind Aaron Judge or in front of Aaron Judge. Mm. He's getting fastballs right down the cock. All those balls are going to right field like it's nothing. You put him there. You make that deal 10 times out of 10. 10 times out of 10. We got a super chat here from our boy. All right. All right. From Ra. Ra, what's up, bud? Here it is. The Yankees did this to themselves. They con- they connected shortstop with Volpe. Now, if they move him to second base, it's an unnecessary story that could have been avoided by simply moving him to second base and not calling him the next Jeter. It's a great point. Now you're just going to create that drama uh, and a storyline out of it. Good, good point. Smart or Yankees? Well, Volpe not moving off shortstop has little to do with actual baseball. Facts. It's, all mar- it's all marketing with them. And I mm-hmm. said this, and I, when you see the trifecta, like on the on the billboards, they're trying to sell you tickets. It's Cole and Judge. Those are the two pillars. Those are the guys they want to bring out every time, okay. which they should. Okay. Judge is the franchise, and Cole's the ace. And then they always, there's always a random guy in the middle, whether it's Stanton or Nestor or Rizzo or this one or that one. They want Volpe to be the guy standing in the friggin' middle of the two of them. Mm-hmm. And they don't want to say, they don't want a second base. They want the shortstop mm. to stand in the middle of Garrett Cole and, and Aaron Judge. So, I mean, it's going to, so it's going to be interesting to see do the Yankees have the stomach to play with the big boys this year? And, you know, even if you say, Oh, even if they internally know that Aaron Judge is not coming back, I, a trade for Juan Soto is not all not only for twenty twenty three. It's also for twenty twenty four. That's right. And I think you owe it to Garrett Cole, and I think you owe it to Aaron Judge to make the to make a trade that that can get them closer next year. Even if you know that you have no shot because the big guy's not coming back this year, hypothetically speaking, you still owe it to the to those two guys. To make that trade for next year, because there's going to be nobody on the free agent market that you're going to be able to acquire that's going to be as good as Juan Soto. And I don't want to wait for 2025 when oh we can only have him for just money. Because times have we seen recently where just money has led them to has led a player somewhere else. Yep. Again, you're kicking the can further down the road. You're oh. Oh, you're already worried about Aaron Judge and how his body's going to react because no one's ever been nine feet tall and 400 pounds of pure muscle to play baseball before. You're already worried about, oh, Garrett Cole and the miles on his arm. Well, let's waste another year. Why don't we do that? That's a smart idea, right? Yankees. 
And the real intriguing thing to me here is I, we all we're all in agreement, I guess we would say, is that Juan Soto is the best fit for this team, right? Hundred percent. Yeah. There is other fits. There is other fits, no but I would no say one he's Aaron the best. Not, no one Arenado was so intriguing to me. Like if the Yankees could make, but because we know that they're not going to, if they're going to play in this pool, they're only going to they're going to jump in and jump out. They're not going to swim around and try to make two deals. If Nolan Arenado is the choice over Juan Soto, which I'm not saying it is, but let's for the sake of this argument that it is, that's that's really, I mean, you're talking about a guy who's a little bit up there, and he's what 32, 32, right? I believe, yeah, yes, but 32, he, and he's a right, he's another right-handed hitter, mm-hmm. if I'm not mistaken. Yes, right. It's still something you got to look at. Definitely, it's a major upgrade. I mean, and and and. My whole thing with that is, is if you do make a deal like that, I just feel like a DJ LeMayu has to go back to the Cardinals. Mm, and you got to add wow. a lot of, you would have to add, you know, some pretty good prospects to entice him into doing that. But if you do want to change things up, you could easily entice him and go, hey, look, we're also giving you guys, let's say a Clayton Beater and Everson Pereira. Well, these are two mm. guys that are going to be ready for 2024. That's what you guys want to do. I think They're you ready can get Aaron hold yeah, on to I think you can, man. And that's my thing. If if you're saying, hey, we'll take all the money, and it is us increasing our salary, but you are taking a contract off of us, and it does kind of match up, I believe, in how many years they have left. Uh, Nolan also, might have like was, a year extra. Arenado signed, signed through 2027. Uh, LeMay, who signed through 2026. So, yeah, okay, Arenado, so one, one extra year. year. So, yeah, I mean, look, for the Cardinals, you know, why not? I mean, I'm not saying that. Again, mm. DJ LeMay is not the star of that trade. But he's the fit in almost immediately, but it makes it makes a lot of sense if you can do something mm. like that. You you gotta you gotta go for it, man. There's there's too much of this shit that we're just again. I use a new word this year. It's complacent. The Yankees mm. are very very complacent. They just say, all right, yeah, you know that that's okay. Put the patch, throw the patch on. Hey, but we can build the Empire State Building. That's all right, guys. We'll, we'll settle for a brick and mortar shop on uh, on uh, in Harlem. No big deal. You know, just settle for that. We we don't need the big sexy thing. We'll settle for the for the cheaper spot. Not a problem. I, I can't stomach that. I can't stand it. And yeah, I know there's concerns about Arenado. People go, yeah, but what if Arenado? What if Arenado that he's older, he's up there in age. Do you guys understand the do you got his numbers pulled up as GR? Yeah. I mean, uh, read his numbers off for us compared to what Donaldson's doing right now. All right, so we got 19 dingers on the year so far for Arenado, 283 batting average, 62 RBI, and an, this is where it's kind of uh, eye-opening is the on-base percentage is 332. So only about 50 points higher than his batting average, not the greatest. But, but yeah. he has more home runs than Donaldson. Yeah, 19 dings, yeah. <laughs> yeah, slug 518, uh, and OPS 850. And I think the other thing added to that too is he's entering. I don't want. I don't want to say the lineup is better, but and we don't even know if Judge is coming back. But there's there's reason on both sides of why to do a deal like that. One, Judge may not come back, and the other one, if Judge does come back, he just adds a shit ton more to that team. Right, right. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, and this this is just this isn't. Well, although the the year last year he hit 293, but the the two years prior he hit in the 250s. Yeah. Um, on base has been pretty low in the low in low 300s to mid 300s. So <laughs> the the chat also, just said no one's excited about Calhoun and Allen coming back. <laughs> he's also elite defensively. Uh, yeah. I don't know. Yeah. How many how many in a row has he won here? One, two, three, four, five, six, seven, eight, nine. He's won every single year of his career. 
He's a Hall of Famer. I mean, yeah. he's a Hall of Famer, no <laughs> doubt about it. Um, Arenado's a guy that you'd want on your team. And, you know, going even further into the St. Louis Cardinals, there's a guy on there that I, I, I've liked him for a while, um, and that's Brendan Donovan. I think Brendan Donovan will be a hell of a pickup for the Yankees. Uh, my only concern with Donovan is he doesn't really have a specific position. He has played left field. He's played left field actually pretty well. Got a very good arm. Plays second base, plays third base. Um, but you're like talking about a guy. Like everybody else yeah, on the Yankees, in, exactly. Right in. But you're talking Le- lefty about a guy too, that lefty. could hit, and he could hit. He could yeah. like legitimately hit. He beat the shit out of the Yankees in those three games. Yeah. Uh, one of the games, I forgot who he faced, but he just tore the cover over the ball. And then Lars Newtbar, who's another one that makes a lot of sense for the Yankees. I don't know if they would trade for if they would trade him. But there's some really good fits for both clubs. Yankees have to be active. And that's why, like, you know, Cody Bellinger was here over the weekend. He, he uh, oh, yeah. touched up uh, Rodon on, uh, on Friday's night's that was game, a which, bomb. Is really, which yep. is really the only mistake Rodon made. Rodon, yep. look, I, I thought Rodon was pretty good. Fastball was in the upper 90s. Yep. Slider had some nice bite to it. I think he's had him on a pitch count. I think a little bit of rust in uh, did him in a little bit too. But I, overall, yeah. I think you have to be encouraged by that start. Uh, going forward here for him. But with the uncertainty surrounding Judge and where they are currently in the playoff race, I don't know if a pure rental like Bellinger makes a lot of sense for them. That's why I I still want them to be active. I don't think – I don't want them to sell. I want them to to be aggressive here. But I also want them to be aggressive in case shit falls apart in 2023 where these guys are also using assets to strengthen the 2024 team. Yeah, it's it comes down to Brian Cashman's creativity. And one, we hear Hal Steinbrenner say it a lot that he'll go over. We've never seen him do it. So will he really go over the way he says he will? We he said it with Joey Gallo. The Yankees had to offer a shit ton more, including Ezekiel Duran, who's been fantastic, who would be in AAA with the Yankees. We know that, but I mean. Will he actually do it? Because, you know, getting Nolan Arenado, getting many of these guys without giving up more, you're going to have to take on some salary. And we'll see if he's actually willing to put his money where his mouth is. I mean, that's why you're going to have to look at a guy like DJ LeMayu possibly being moved. Exactly. Yep. Uh, and I can't believe this, that I would not, at this point, the way he's been, I I think it's a necessary move for the Yankees to get him off his team. Yep. Um Know, the thing that kind of hamstrings the Yankees, and pun intended, because he pulls it about every other <laughs> week, is John Carl Stanton here. I mean, what a mess. I don't know what they can do with him because he can veto any trade. Do you just go to him and say, listen, get the fuck out of here? Like, we I found mean, a I, place for you to go leave? Like, nobody likes you? God, man. <laughs> I, mm. <laughs> it's either that or, you, or we have an idea of a fucking kneecap leg transplant that you could put some new legs on them because those things are shot. I mean, I don't care what anybody says. They're shot. And yeah. you you just watch him play, and you're looking at him right now, and the scariest thought is, what is he going to be in two years? What's he? I think over his last year of baseball, he's hitting like 190. I mean, it's miserable, his numbers, think, when you really break it down. Yeah, it's some- scary. Yeah, I think I saw it was like over his last 150 games or something like that. Yeah, it's te- I mean it's 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 painfully bad. He's a guy that's going to pop a homer every now and then. He gets on base, it's useless. He's not going to score a double at first base. 
he's rarely going to score at second base on a single unless he gets a gigantic lead. I mean, it's very, very scary. And I don't know how many... Look, the other question is, yeah, you go to him and say, look, give us the teams you would go, you would go to. We're gonna, we got to move you. We're going to mm. move you. Who's going to want him? How many teams are going to say, yeah, cool, no problem, we'll take him? And especially not after this year. I mean, that's he's scary. Been, how long has he been on back on the field for now? What, six weeks, eight, two, eight weeks, something like that? He's yeah. been back and he's done nothing. Yeah, he had the two homer game. He just got the one down the pole in right field. And the next time I think he played again, if, if he did. But I mean, he just has horrible at bats. You really just got to hope that he gets a hold of one and that's it. And that's the most you're going to get from him. I mean, to think that this guy's going to hit 270 again, 265 again, 255 again, I, I don't see it. I don't see where that's going to happen. I mean, I respect the hell out of him. He's never shied away from the way he gets treated by Facts. the fan base. And I I think that he has done more than fans want to give him credit for. But at this point right now, this is something the Yankees have to explore because no doubt. Uh, he's clogging up a DH spot. Because Not that I want a full-time DH, but... You like to have that availability to move guys around, especially if you're going to have 45 utility players like this team has. <laughs> and watching him in right field, it, did I think that there were balls that he could have caught that he didn't get, get to? Not really, but it's it's painful, bro. It's yeah. like, and I hate to say this because like, uh, it's like the last weeks that, not Creed, Creed's good, but my the dog I had prior, like his last week's, and he couldn't walk, and you're just like, I got to call the vet here. Mm. Watching him out there. You know, a dog's supposed to be walking yeah. on four legs. He's only got two functioning legs. He's like, Stan doesn't even have it. He doesn't even have that. It's like, Jesus, somebody just put this guy out of his freaking misery. Him out, yeah, take take him in the back yeah. and take him, to the, take him to the back of the barn and end it. I will say, though, with Stan over the last couple of years, when he is bad, it does feel this way that he's just going to be this kind of player the rest of the way. But then he does end up turning. He has ended up turning it around. I know this is a long stretch of, of poor play, but when he is on, when he has been on for this team, the ball is is this big. It's it's gigantic. So yeah. I, I could see him still turning it around. I think this is just it's it's what we're we're seeing right now, and it's it hasn't been good this year. But you know his 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 um no trade clause, I I wasn't sure if he did this. I kind of remembered, but remember the last time when he before he came to the Yankees, he originally declined two trades. He declined yeah. going to the Giants, and he also declined going to the Cardinals. So he's Cardinals, not afraid yeah. to use that no trade clause if if he doesn't want to go somewhere. He's not going to go somewhere. Yeah, and I, I think one of the things is that, you know, you could almost force this is if this does continue, I, I know it's hard to do because you want to get value over what you paid for, but you could simply say you're not starting all the time. Maybe he gets mm -hmm. lefties every now and then. You know, if it, if it does get to that point and you can just see it, like if he starts next year, you're not saying, hey, you're a bench guy, but you let him play out next year, see how he starts. Come, you know, May, June, he's been healthy and the guy's still hitting 190. 205 yeah. you got to have a serious conversation about hey That's if we're it. stuck paying them we're stuck paying them but yeah. it, it's it's time for us to to kind of bow out with playing you every day Can't this right. is what really this is what really scares me about stan and i agree with ryan that when he's hot there's nobody there's nobody hotter like mm -hmm. he just destroys baseballs for two three weeks at a time the problem is is that now the injuries are mounting up we can see it affecting Much him more. athletically and number two, he's been health, healthy long enough here now since he's come off the IL and he's not had this hot streak. 
Well, that's got to really work. Yeah, that's true because this is the longest stretch where he has been healthy and unproductive, I I would say, for the Yankees, right? Very unproductive. Very. He came back in the Dodgers series. He's been back as long as Judge has been out. Yep, that's right. Yeah. That's right. And, I mean, he hasn't stepped up. I mean, the only only game you could point to is the the two-homer game, really. Mm. Is where he had a like a like an exceptional game. I think he had a single in that game too. I think he had three hits in that game. So, I mean, that's the only one that you could really look at. And I don't expect much from him. We got a super chat too by Mike. Yeah. He said I would trade Dominguez to get rid of Stanton. Um, you know, no. that's a whole nother story there. No, I I'm sorry, dude. I'm not packaging Dominguez just to get rid of Stan. I need to get premium talent yeah. back. Yeah, I could put Stanton on the bench. You know, every now and then if need be. <laughs> I'm not. I'm not gonna do that. Yeah, I'm not attaching. Like I'll attach a prospect to get rid of Stanton, but if I'm moving Dominguez, I need premium talent back. You know. I agree. It, I agree. So, um, yeah, th- and that's why you know a lot of people are drooling over Shohei Otani. You know, uh, and Otani said through his interpreter that the losing is getting to him. Paraphrasing mm. here. Well, you know what? Before we get into the report cards, I do want to bring up two things, and we'll get. And one of them is. Um, is Sean Casey, but we'll get to him in one second, uh, is Shohei Otani. I feel zero sympathy for Shohei Otani, okay? The losing is getting to him. How many angel, How many playoff games have the Angels played in since 2018? Anybody know the top of their head? Since zero. 2018, zero. Ashman would have pulled down his cheeks, his pants, and spread his cheeks for this guy <laughs> on the fucking George Washington Bridge, and he wanted nothing nothing to do with the New York Yankees. He yep. had his rules. He couldn't go to a team with another Japanese superstar. He had to be on the West Coast. He had to have this. He could. He had to have the, the onions removed from his McDoubles. Like, he had all these freaking <laughs> rules that he, that he had. And when you eliminate everything, what are you left with? The Angels. Mm-hmm. What yep. did you... Bad for him, and, and and you know people are like, oh, you're just bitter because he didn't choose the Yankees. No, I'm not bitter because, you know, if you don't want to come here, you don't want to come here. But don't be a prima donna and then bitch and complain that the losing is getting to you. You chose this. This is the situation you put yourself in. And I'm not saying the Yankees have been a model franchise in the last ten, in the last what six, seven years, however long it's been here. Have the Yankees not been in the postseason every year? Yes, they, they have. have been. Right. Yep. Have the Yankees not at least been competitive every year since since Shohei Otani's been in the major leagues? Yes. Do the Yankees the Yankees are way, as we say smarter Yankees, but Jesus, dude, they're way smarter than the friggin' Anaheim Angels are. Yeah. True. Yeah. True. Here's here's the quote. Here's the quote from Otani from the uh, All Star All Star break. Uh, I have. Hold on. Let me just make sure it's the right. Oh no, this isn't. This isn't it. Keep going. My bad. Uh, I'll just add that, um, you know, with Otani, I think Yankee fans, if, if the Yankee fans who want him have to be a little concerned about a couple of things. One, he doesn't be in the biggest, one of the biggest stars in Major League Baseball doing something that, you know, not many people have ever done at, at, at an amazing level. He doesn't talk to the media at all. I mean, if this guy ever came to New York and was ass and wasn't the same guy early, this guy might Ooh. crumble and hide in the corner and really just be devastatingly bad. Like, really, really bad. 
Yeah. I could see that happening because we've seen guys fold here very, very quickly. Sure. Look, he's a one-of-a-kind talent. I will never take that away from him. I respect yep. what he does on the baseball field. Never take that away from him. I so, yeah. The 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 sorry, here? Christian, keep going. Oh, I'm just saying I would mind. not trust him here. Based on how he acted yeah. when he came over to America, no, I would not try. Honestly, I wouldn't trust him. Here. So that quote I had up on my screen, that was from last year. He actually said something that August and September felt longer last year than the year prior. So already showing signs that he didn't um, want uh, he he was kind of kind of getting sick of, of sick of it all. And then through his translator this year, the, the quote is that his feelings are get stronger year by year. Those feelings get stronger year by year. It sucks to lose. He wants to win. So it gets stronger every, every year, obviously all the trade stuff he has no control over. So he tries not to think about it. Just focuses on the game that day. That's the hardest part about trying to win ball games every day. So, I mean, it's out there now. It's, it's really out there that he does not want to play for a losing team. And the angels are dumb if they don't trade him. I'll be honest, right? Big time, man. Come on. Fucking trade them. Trade them. You have to. Trade them. They're going to say, oh, but the fan base, they're not going to, you're not going to keep them. I mean, your fan base doesn't believe you're going to give them 500 plus million dollars. Let's be honest. You had a legitimate shot at a playoff run. I'd say keep them. Honestly. Yeah, trade the fucking guy. But Mike Trout is out for at least eight weeks. What do you think this team is going to accomplish without Mike Trout? And I think they're what? Five games out the wild card? Four or five games out the wild card. So, I mean... Come on, man. You got teams in front. You got Boston in front of you. The Yankees in front of you. Houston Yankees, and Texas uh, battling in Baltimore. And, Toronto. Toronto is uh, Toronto and Houston have the same record. So they're in second yeah. and third. They have 41 losses. The Anaheim has 46 losses. Yeah, yes, and the I mean, Angels are five. would be five out, yeah. And you don't got Trout. I mean, if I'm the Angels right now, I mean, I'm, I'm telling every single team in baseball, eight, give your I'm best sorry, offers. They're seven out in their own division. They're on yeah, a five-game They're on a five-game losing yeah. streak. They're under 500. They're one and nine in the last 10. I mean, what else do you want to point and to? They, and they, they open up the second half against Houston, too, so that could only get worse from there. So they got to act fast. And that's why, like, I know a lot of, People on uh, sports talk radio in New York are like saying it's a dumb idea for the Yankees or, or Mets to entertain trading for him, and I agree with that because the Mets yeah. are not making the they're, they're not they're not a legitimate team this year. I don't care. No. Steve Cohen, well, we got some Mets talk going on here because no, Li Yankee King is just yeah. being uh being a damn he, he hates Soto to the Yankees like a fucking fool. But if you want, if you want, please read the super chat. Sure. And see it. And I mean, From we'll get, L- we'll get L.I. Yankee like, King. What happens if you give up all those prospects and Soto walks away and goes to the Mets because of Cohen? You just screwed the organization for five years at minimum. Okay, if they won a World Series, what the fuck are you going to say now? Right. Now, as I brought up in our chat earlier, wouldn't you love that Brian Reynolds on his team right now? Mm. Oh, Pittsburgh, apparently, the rumors were is that they needed close to Major League Ready starting pitching in any deal that they would even consider for Brian Reynolds. Where did the Yankees send all that fucking pitching to? Oakland. And how many how many games did how many games did Frankie Montas want for this ball club? Dick. Dick. Settle. Exactly. So I mean, if you're gonna live by the sword, you die by the sword. And I think Juan Soto uh is worth whatever prospect cost that it, it might be. And so, you know, you, you got to make trades. I mean, you, this is what it, it's complacent. That's what it, it exactly that comment is complacency. Yep. I'll wait. I'll wait for him to be a free agent. No, make the fuck in here. Yep. Go for him now. And, and look, it's not going to take the same deal 
that they got from um, from the Nationals. I don't think it's going to take the same deal. You got less years of control on them. Yeah, I know a team might blow them away, but I don't think it's going to cost like this insane amount that people, I'm talking about maybe two, maybe three pretty top guys. And I think any Yankee fan with a brain will say, I get two playoff runs with that. Let's go for it. Do it. You have to be in the conversation. You have to be on that phone until the last very second if Juan Soto was available. And you can't ever get, unless they're asking for like, I don't even know what a package could be that that would be too rich for, for the Yankees' blood. Like what, what were we talking? Volpe, Peraza, Dominguez, keep going. I mean, when do you get to the point where you say, no, I can't do that? I don't think Man, they, I don't think they, you would get to that point. I said it this morning. I would be on, I would be calling Preller every day. Hey, you're nine games out. Oh, lost today. What are we doing? Every I'd be I'd be bothering the shit out of this guy to make this deal with us. Figure it out. And and it's not like I'm looking to, to cheapskate you here. I want to offer a legitimate deal to get this done now. And guys, with 20 likes away from 100, smack Ooh. you to like you. Smack, smack, smack. Oh, I mean, just to wrap up on this Otani talk, the, the Mets are, are six games at, uh, under 500. I mean, they're not they're not a serious team. I mean, Steve Cogan can go out there and spend a, a half a billion dollars on this. This is this is a situation where you, it is smarter to wait until next year if that's what you want to do with Shohei Otani. I don't think it's smarter to wait two years to go and get Juan Soto, especially if you're the Yankees and you have a legitimate chance, even without Aaron. And judge to make the friggin' postseason this year. Why is everybody so quick to piss seasons away? Yep. You don't know what could happen. Personally, I don't think the Yankees can win a World Series without Aaron Judge in the lineup. But do you know that? For, if they got in, do you not know that Aaron, that that Garrett Cole and fucking Carlos Rodon can't beat the fucking bosses that they that we expect them to be and go out there and win playoff series on their fucking own? And you can't get two or three guys hot with Juan Soto. And possibly make a run here. Why do you want to give this shit up? Mm. And this is such yep. a fucking loser mentality. Know, you know, you people are sitting there bitching and complaining about fucking a fucking sleeve that you won't even notice after the second and third game. But you want to piss an entire goddamn season away for a kid that might never ever fucking make the major leagues. Yep, might not make the major leagues. We got a super chat hey. from John Snow. All the way up north there in Winterfell. You making the trade if it's Volpe, Peraza, and Jones? Yes. You know nothing, Jon Snow. You know nothing. Yes, yes. The Star Wars, the North. I have to take the North. That's We're going to go into a battle. Star Wars. To defend like Jon Snow, he, he was Lando Calrissian's brother or something. Oh, hey. Okay, little Lando. Uh, okay, and then you had Spock. Okay, <laughs> all right. You had uh, Captain Ryan Vader. Okay. What do you got to start with? A, oh. <laughs> Ryan, have you been listening to his podcast? Huh? <laughs> Listen to Francesca's podcast. Oh, uh, I I kind of remember every now and again when I go on Spotify. He'll, I mean, it's just, his face it's will just pop getting, up. It's just getting worse. Uh, uh, <laughs> Uh, uh, okay, we got another super chat uh, from uh, David Miser. Okay, uh, hey, uh, just asking, would you trade for or for uh, Jack Flaherty or or Nolan Arenado? Probably not Jack, but Nolan. Yeah, yeah, Flaherty looked pretty. Jacks. Did he have a good game? He he's, he did. He, he beat the shit out of the Yankees. Right? Yeah, yeah, he yeah, dominated he the Yankees. Good, I mean, does that mean anything? Though? No, that means nothing because nobody nah. he doesn't do it against anybody else. 
like a so seven year old. We want another Flaherty too in, in the Yankee organization. No, one's really. enough. No, one's yeah. enough. That's it. We don't need another one. We got John, before we, we get to the uh, before we get to the uh, report cards here. Uh, the Yankees uh, gave us a pound yeah. of flesh after Sunday's game. Dylan Lawson, if Chris yeah, okay, yeah, hit the drop. Uh, they told they told him to get the fuck out of the the stadium. Said leave, don't come back. Nobody likes you. You're ugly, uh, and your your wife uh, has been cheating on you for the last three years. Okay, that's basically the message that was delivered <laughs> to him. Um, look, you know, Cashman sugarcoated it a little bit uh, because you know the Yankees can never just be tough about shit like oh, it wasn't really dylan's fault but you know we still had to make this move no it, it was his fault okay they, they, when you say the things that dylan lawson said it's your fault okay mm. we don't have to get into them again we don't have to get into the anthony volpe thing again but when you make those quotes in the newspapers it it's pretty much your fault then you know, yankees went outside the organization they brought in sean casey now Pete tells me that he's a real close friend of the Boons, and I'm like, oh. buddy, buddy. Is it? And then I'm like, is they boasted is... about it too. They were really boasting about it, both of them. They're like, yeah, I played with his dad, and I love his dad, and I love his brothers, and yeah, we go hang out together. Yeah. Like, is Sean Casey here just to help Boone hand out the juice boxes after the game? Because I really hope that's not the case. Let's hope but I not, look, dude. But I look at Sean Casey's career numbers, and I always like Sean Casey as a player. Mm-hmm. 302 career hitter. That guy never struck out. His mm. highest career strikeout in a year is 88. Not a big slugger. I think he had 130 home runs over 12 seasons. That's or yeah. something like something astonishing low for a guy of his caliber and to play a power position like he did. It hits to all fields. And he said, there's a lot of quotes because I think today was the first day he met with the media. He says, I'm an old school guy. I want to teach an old school approach, but I know you can't throw the analytics away. You got to use them. And I think hitting is a hitter by hitter approach. Saying all the right things right now. I mean, on the surface, aside from the Boone connection, because I would really, uh, that bothers me because I fucking can't stand Aaron Boone right now. I really like the hire. I got to say, I do like the hire. Yeah, I really like Sean Casey, too, as an analyst. He was always one of my favorites on MLB Network, the way he breaks down swings. And actually, it was a couple days ago, I want to say, I was watching his coverage on the uh, draft, and he was breaking down some of the prospects, comparing them to some of uh, the big hitters today and doing an awesome job at really comparing and breaking down a swing. So it's it's good to have an actual hitter coaching these guys having someone there that they could listen to and then kind of take his his past and apply it knowing that he has a, a, a great track record behind him so I, I i i love the signing truthfully i think he's a guy that could come in here and, and turn things around and give let let these players open up a bit it seems like there there was a kind of maybe not a dishonesty but a uh, uh, reluctance to kind of be open about their struggles and it, it, the way he's been speaking with the media today, it does seem like they've already opened up to him talking about some, you know, sort of like tension in their at bats and stuff like that. You really wouldn't get that unless they're opening up a bit to him. Yeah. So there's already, there, good there's, sign already. There's a couple of things that I like and some things I'm a little concerned about. I would say the major concern is how much of a difference is he really going to make in, you know, a half a season. Because that's all he has. I mean, as of right now, 
Yeah. He doesn't have a long-term contract. He has, hey, come in for the 2023 season the rest of the way. We'll figure it out after this. Uh, what's to say if the Yankees miss the playoffs and Steinbrenner goes, hey, Boone and all your guys are gone. I got another little part to throw out there that I found pretty interesting. And I like conspiracy theory, so maybe this is a conspiracy theory, right? Do you guys think Aaron Boone, because he came out and he said he wanted this move in the winter. Okay. You didn't get the move in the winter. Maybe Casey says, I wasn't ready for it, whatever. But now he's ready for it. All right, cool. Do you think there is any possibility at all that this is Aaron Boone basically saying, if I'm going out on my shield to turn this thing around, I want the guy that I've wanted since the beginning and you guys didn't let me get. And it's an easy scapegoat. It's a change of the story. Get me somebody that I'm okay with that I could trust because they also brought up a lot about communication and that maybe Lawson wasn't a good communicator enough to talk to these guys about hitting, which I brought up too, because I'm not being mean. He's a college ball player. He never even played professional. Mm. How can you tell a professional hitter? Hey, I'm over 28. What do I do? Well, you never did it. So shut up. What are you going to show me? You're a bat in college. I don't care. Like, I, I don't know. I, I kind of something that felt Casey that has way. going for him. You know, how do you break? Well, a Rod but... said it right. A Rod said he's a name. At least he's a name. Yeah. At least he's an actual name. And you know, hitting is a lot of a lot of it is mental. A lot of it is mental. Your approach, what you do. So having a guy that is a good communicator, I think, is key. But again, he can't turn back time on Josh Donaldson. He can't give Stanton a new set of legs. How much can he really change in a short period of time? Maybe the guys are more relaxed with him, and that could help. And maybe that's the big that's the only big factor I can really see. I don't know how much work he could really really get in there, but maybe Steinbrenner started those tough conversations going, hey, look, this team doesn't make it. You're gonna you're gonna have changes. We gotta make changes. I can't sit here and and make excuses for you guys if we don't make the postseason. And maybe that's Boone saying, well, if that is the case and that's gonna happen. I need the guy that I wanted because this other guy I can't get with. He doesn't work with me. Well, then I respect that because if you're going to go out, go out on, go out. I think uh, Rocky said it in his final fight in the final round against Mason Dixon. He says, I got to go out the way I got to go out. And then fucking Boone is. You go out the way you came in. You go out. Boone's going to channel a little of Balboa in him. Then good. I'm for that, dude, because stop being a fucking cuck and stand up for yourself. You are going to start banging. Yeah, yeah and, cuck boy. Oh, if if I'm going out, I'm going out with my guys. So good. I, I was if that's what if that did happen. Then my I, guy, I have a little bit of respect for. We do like, have a little bit, a little bit. We do have a big uh, super chat Break here. It. Oh, okay. Breaking news. No, not breaking news. Unless you want to consider Victor Epic Warriors. Super oh yeah, chat. Epic my guy, Warrior. Epic Warrior. Okay. okay. Epic. All right. So, Warrior. oh, nice. Sorry. If if DJ. <laughs> If DJ Stanton Rizzo, turn it on. This team's got a chance. The offense is awful and hitters counts and pitchers counts. Volpe is 0 for 42 and 0-2 counts. No knock to him. Yanks can't waste time at the deadline. Holy shit, is that a real stat? He's 0 for 42 and he's check. Wow, that's that's actually a bit wild. Victor Epic Warrior. States Victor. Victor. Zero for 42. Wow. And O2 counts. That's quite crazy. Now, okay. Epic Warrior, I will say this. I think you got a better shot of hitting the lotto than all those guys turning it on. Okay. Sorry SG- to be the Debbie Downey here, but. SGV. All right. Are you ready to uh, 
hand out some grades here? Hey. Sure. Let's so what do I'm going to do is I have the 40-man roster pulled up on okay. uh, on MLB at bat. We're not going to do everybody. There's Nobody gives a flying fuck. Okay, we're not fuck. doing everybody today. Nobody All gives right. a flying fuck what your grade banging. is for Albert Abreu. Nobody cares, okay? okay. So, man. Sometimes, sometimes people get triggered that we don't do enough names, and they get triggered that we do too many names. Nobody cares about the bullpen, okay? Yeah, for we're not going to get triggered here. We'll just okay. lump the whole bullpen. All right. Six so likes the, away from 100, everybody. Come yeah, on, let's go. Come on, man. Come on. All right, oh, so the first this. guy here is the center fielder, uh, Harrison Bader. Mm. Uh, so here just some quick stats here. Uh, 257, seven home runs, 30 RVI, 747 OPS. We'll start with SGR. Just give us like a – you can go minus yeah, yeah. plus yeah. and Ooh, uh, just nice. like a – just a quick uh, synopsis on, on how Bader. Bader is one of my few that I would actually give a grade in the A range. I'm going to give him an A minus. I think that it would be an A if he was healthier for the majority of the year. But when he has played, he has shown that he is a huge piece, not only offensively, but how many games did uh did we see a ball drop in that outfield right in front of right in front of guys like IKF or McKinney? And, and he just when he's out there, man, he tracks everything down. Um, the injury is the only thing knocking him a little bit, but I, I I really like what I've seen from from Bader, his role and his importance to this team. I got to give him an A minus. Okay, Pete. Yeah, I'm gonna go with a B, and I think uh, Ryan summed it up for me. It would probably be an A if he was on the field a little more, but I think Bader's been very good. B. Harrison Bader, uh, just because of the injuries, and he's not a great hitter. He's a good hitter. He's a timely hitter. Uh, A-plus all the way for the defense, but overall, I'll give him a B-minus. Elgato. Okay, Elgato, okay. All right. All right uh, the cat. All right, next, uh, we're just moving down the line here to the ace, Garrett Cole, 9-2, 285, uh, 112 on the whip in 123 strikeouts and 117 innings. I go first. It's Garrett Cole, okay? All right. I give Garrett Cole an A- minus for the first half of the year. The only thing that keeps Garrett Cole from a higher grade, in my opinion, not efficient enough. This guy is constantly throwing – his pitch count is way too high in the fifth and sixth inning. Uh, other than that, and, and people can say, you know, we argue about it all the time. Boone pulls him 98, not, you know, pitches, whatever. Don't give Boone the opportunity. If you're at in the 70s in the sixth inning, then you're going to come out for the seventh. Mm. And and I and to me personally, I feel like his strikeout totals are down, so maybe he's trying to pitch the contact a little bit more. But he always has that one inning where he throws 20, 25 pitches, and it just takes him out from later in the game. That's the one thing holding him uh, back for me, for giving Garrett Cole a higher grade. So I'm going A-minus for, for Cole. Pete? Uh, I'll give him an A. I think Cole, look, I, I said it the, yesterday on foul territory. You can never complain about Cole. Yankee fans shouldn't complain. I, I mean, I, I've done it. I've definitely done it. But the one thing that we can't deny of Cole, right, is he takes the damn ball. The guy every, takes the uh, fucking ball, day. man. And, and he's been one of the one of the best versions of Cole we've ever seen is this year. So I think as Cole gets older and he gets chubbier, He's going to keep getting better. Yeah, he just reminds me of one of effect. those guys. The heavier he gets, the better he's going to be no matter what. More he, the more he transforms into Dad Cole. Yes. He's just going to keep getting better, no doubt about it. And we got a super pop chat, out by another the way. Kid. Before we, The NYYST podcast with a super chat. Guy That's in awesome. the bottom, bottom right corner is so <laughs> cute. 
<laughs> That's fucking great. Somebody right. hacked it. Okay, somebody hacked the okay, account. Okay, we got a hacker here. Got a hacker. Okay, okay. I give the hacker an A plus for his efforts. All right, uh, Ron, Mike Francesor. Actually, Mike Francesor is going to give uh, the rating for Cole. Uh, uh, it's an A plus. Okay, I give him a ninety eight. Okay. Uh, no, but Garrett seriously, the, yeah, I no, I, I'm the lowest grade. <laughs> what I said, A plus. But I said I gave Garrett Cole. The oh yeah, it seems like the biggest Christian, Cole fan in here gave if, him the lowest yeah. grade. You're the you're a bit of a more strict grader than I am. I, I think I'm noticing <laughs> that I'm going to have some more leniency with this team. But I have to give Garrett Cole an A plus because he has done everything really that you look for in an ace. He yeah. stops the streaks. He you you I mean come on when when Cole's on the mound you 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 have such a strong feeling that this team is going to win. I mean how many games have they lost? They've with, lost four games. Four? Yeah, four games where he's allowed two runs or less. That's just uh, yeah. So so I mean that's just that's more of a knock on you know the team <laughs> yeah, itself, but for him yeah no of course. But he should he, have like eleven or twelve wins yeah, by now to be fair. He's he's I'm giving him a ninety eight grade. That's as you know it's as good as it gets for me for him. All this right. Year. Mm. Okay. Uh, the the. T- Team mascot Nestor Cortez, uh, five and two, five sixteen currently on the IL with a one thirty whip. Pete, an F, an F all day. Big F. There is no D in there. It is an F. I don't give a poot about the injuries. He's been a major letdown for the Yankees. All right, Ryan, I'll give him a D. I'm t- I'm taking He's into giving consideration. Him the D? Yeah, I'm okay. giving him the D. All right, because of the stash. I like the mustache. <laughs> I like how he handles himself off the field. That's a good aspect of it. And I am going to give him a bit of the benefit of the doubt with the injury. He might be playing through some stuff. So let's see if maybe he can come back healthy and turn it around. Uh, but yeah, a D, D or D minus area. F failure for Nestor Cortez. I'm just, yeah. I don't know. I don't know if the injury is an excuse enough, but, uh, you know, we've all been waiting for the other shoe to drop and it, it may have dropped. And plus he doesn't, keep his mouth shut so fuck him so when uh, we get an f i just gotta play this when we get an f put him in the fucking bedroom get him out of here come on there you go that's where they go they gotta go to the bathroom hmm. have to discuss wash donaldson <laughs> i mean f, f. No, i mean f wash. come on throw f. him in the wash f. Wait, hold on. put him in the fucking bedroom get him out of here come on that's it <laughs> here's that's all here's an interesting one domingo herman we all know about the perfect <laughs> game uh, but five and five, four thirty-two. I'm surprised that seems a little high for him. But he did yeah. have the one ten run outing, one oh seven whip. Uh, I'm gonna give Domingo Herman a B minus. I I think overall he's been pretty solid this year. Uh, perfect game notwithstanding. I think he's a kind of, and I'm grading him not based on what on the same scale you'd grade Garrett Cole. I'm basing him on what he is, and that's really the sixth starter for his team. I think he's done a real good job this year for the Yankees, so I'll give him a B minus. Ryan, you look you look antsy, so you can go. Man, yeah. <laughs> yeah, I'm fine. Wait, I'm pumped for this. Uh I'm going I'll go with a B for Domingo. Uh, you know, a couple starts here. He had three starts where he allowed six or more runs. Outside of that, he didn't allow more than four runs in any of his other starts. So three clunks and then the rest have been Pretty damn good. Plus, you, I mean, the perfect game, man. The guy threw a perfect game in the first half. I've never really witnessed that before. I mean, I I remember cones, but I was very, very young. So to see that was awesome. So gave a good, you know, experience or moment there for this team. And he's looked sharp. He's looked sharp. Outside of that Pintar incident, uh, the sticky stuff incident, um, hasn't really 
been too much of a blip on the radar off for for that kind of stuff. So that's good. But you know, I like what I've seen from him. B minus. Okay. On to the point. All right, let's go. <laughs> let's move down here. I guess we could we should talk about him uh real briefly here. Kyle Gashioka, two thirty nine, five twenty two, six eighty five OPS. I'll give Higgy a C. I mean, I don't really know what else to say about him. I think yeah. he's been pretty average for what he's supposed to be. He's not spectacular. I mean, he's he's Higgy. The Yankees treated him like an eight year old that gets bullied. If you saw that TikTok that was out today, I mean, it's pretty embarrassing that they did that for him. But uh, so to not pile on and make Higgy cry anymore, I'll give him a C. <laughs> Pete, what do you want? I go C also. Yeah, I'll throw him a C plus. Oh, C plus, okay. Yeah, because he is a backup catcher, but I think he's better. He's playing better than a backup more, catcher. I think more so, he's a starter. I think. Well, for the Yankees, he's a starter, he's a starter but for well, he should be a backup catcher, wouldn't you say? Yeah. So. Yeah, definitely. I think he's taking he's taking a lot away from uh, Trevino because Trev- well, I'm sure we're gonna get to him, but I'll just shut up then because I like to talk Briefly. about him. All right, so uh, I guess the one one of the bullpen arms we're definitely going to talk about is Clay Holmes' uh, 223 ERA, 110 whip. He's got 47 strikeouts and 36 in the third inning. So, Pete, you want to start with Clay Holmes? A minus. A minus. I think Clay Holmes has been phenomenal. Um, I think over his last, I forgot how many how many outings or innings it is, but he has like a under one ERA. He got up to a horrible start. Yeah. If you guys, I mean, re- like to the point where I remember saying, I'm like, damn. Clay Holmes is going to yeah. just, he's done. Like, he's not, he's done. He's not turning this around, and he turned it around a lot. I give him an A- minus based off the way he, the way he started compared to where he is now, where when he comes in now, if it's not the ninth inning, I still get a little worried, but if it's not the ninth, even with, like, bases loaded one out, I'm like, all right, you know, Clay could get out of this one, and he's been that type of guy. He's been able to do that, and I love him more in that role yeah. than actually being a closer. Yeah, I agree with you with that. Um, I'll give him an A. I He started awful, but, I mean, how many times have you seen an electric pitcher for the Yankees who, once he falls off, he never comes back? The fact that he fell off and, you know, Pete, you weren't the only one. The, the, the Pretty much the entire fan base was starting to write this guy off, and he found it again. And Big that time. does not happen often. So I'm going to give him that recency bias, a little bit of a twinge up on the A. I'm going to give Clay Holmes a B plus. I think he's been, I think just, he's just not at that A minus level yet for me, uh, especially after his last outing when, uh, when, he, when he was just a little wild again. You mm-hmm. just saw the yes. bad Clay Holmes in that game against the Cubs. So that always scares me about him. He was just so awful at one point this year where you were you were really thinking we were getting the five-year Ray Pittsburgh Clay Holmes, but he did write himself not that I'll ever feel fully confident when Clay Holmes closing out a game, but he's Never. been so much better. I'll give him a B plus. Um, next name on the list is Aaron Judge. I don't know how we accurately give him a grade. I'm just going to say incomplete unless you guys want to say anything right now about him. I mean, it's yeah, hard uh, with him being out for the last five, six weeks, whatever it's been. I mean, for his time that he played, a I plus. Would, yeah. yeah, I would give him. Yeah, definitely. He's the best player right. on the team. It's not even close. So, yeah, I would still say it's almost. it feels incomplete with would judge. Yeah. And you want to add anything or keep moving? I mean, you're just, you're seeing his importance, whether he's on the field or off the field, you see yeah. it. So incomplete, whatever you want to call it when he's on the field, this is the guy. So, I mean, I, you know, I, I'd even, I'd even give him an A for that, for the fact that you're seeing what, how this team does without him. 
Uh, we'll skip Tommy Canely because uh, he's he's. I would have to give him an A for what he's done so far, but he's, he's been awesome. The innings aren't there yet to really deep dive it. IKF is an interesting one, so let's just mm. jump into IKF here. Uh, if this freaking thing wants to load. 255, 523, 683 OPS. Pete, you want to start with IKF? Yeah, I'll start with him. Um, you know, I, I was thinking originally to go a little higher, but I'm going to stick at a B for IKF. I think a B is a good grade for him. And, and unfortunately, he's not getting higher from me because I think the Yankees are just, again, not using him properly. I don't like him in the outfield. Oh, you mean starting um, at center field is not a good idea for him? It's probably not a good idea. I like him more as a relief pitcher than I do seeing him in, in, in the outfield. <laughs> But you got to kind of be fair on his grade because let's be honest here. Yep. This dude is actually like, he's never bitched about being like, yeah, I've actually came into, what was what it, four or five games this year. Like, he what has the more relief appearances that? than Jonathan Wiseca does. I mean, think about that. It's, it's insane. It's like that doesn't happen in baseball at all. Like you never see a position player getting five outings on the mound. It's like what the hell's happening? So with everything and all the lumps he has taken, you talk about another guy, right? We were talking about, we were talking about Clay Holmes. This guy was out for dead with the fan base. Sure. And he came back, and now you see him smiling. He's getting some clutch hits. He he never backed down from it. He, he's he's playing every position they want him to, including pitching. And he's done well. He's done well. Yeah. I'm B. gonna give I'm gonna give him a B as well. He was the one player that I really because you know I'm I'm not just grading these guys based off their, you know, their their on the field performance. I think he's someone that you really need to look at the human element of baseball and how he has handled himself off the field with how he's talked to the media and has taken that accountability for his season last year and understanding that he kind of has to do whatever this team wants him to do because that he that's the luxury that you know he kind of forfeited with the the year he had last year so the fact that he has kind of taken that accountability and has handled himself in the way he has I gotta give him a b a B minus for IKF. I think if you're really being fair about it, he's played his role well. I mean, as yeah, a utility yeah. guy, there's really not. I think B minus is is a ceiling, and I think he's kind of hit it. And uh, I just wish we saw less of him because then you know, smarter Yankees, let's fucking play IKF in every goddamn position <laughs> on the field every day. But uh, you know, for what he's done, and he hasn't he hasn't complained about it. So B minus. Um, I don't really care. Fuck Michael King. I don't really care right now about him. DJ LeMayu. Oof. F. I got it. Yeah, he's yeah, uh, let's he just got look it. at 227, 27, 642 OPS. Oh, F, F, man. I mean, F. Put him in the, the fucking Get him out of here. Come on. Put him in there. Lock the door. Yeah, he he's he's he got to be. I hate it. It hurts saying it. it like, I really fucking like this guy, I man. I too, man. Ryan, I like this guy so much. It sucks. He, he, it's an F. It's an wife, F. My wife is a teacher, and she'll never admit this to me, but I know this for a fact. There are certain kids she enjoys giving an F to. Like, they're just pins <laughs> asses. They're assholes. And if you get to fucking slap an F on them, you it just yeah, you're, you're not, you get a little smile on their, yeah, on their face. Yeah. But there's other kids that you like, and maybe they just had a bad day, and they didn't take the test well, and it and you're looking for any reason to give him an extra point so you don't give him an F, but you have to. Yep. Yep. And that's DJ LeMayu. So true. Yeah, it sucks. I mean, it really is no other gray. Like, it's it's 
it's hard to even be like, well, the defense is pretty. I'm like, I, I just, I can't do it, man. That 220 something is a damn joke. Yeah. I mean, every every play is how many double plays? He, I mean, I can't. There's there's no way around me giving him an F. Same here. I mean, if he doesn't hit a 17 hopper to shortstop, then I I, I question whether the world is going to survive. It's either that or a strikeout. I mean, those are the only two yeah. options this year, and. He's a guy who never struck out like that, and he just can't stop striking out now. So, all right, we don't have to talk bullpen. Nobody cares. Billy McKinney, nobody cares. I don't know who this Frankie Montas guy is. Uh, no seven, idea. Oswald Peraza, who's he? Who's he? No clue. Uh, here's an, here's one. Okay, let's get this up here. Anthony Rizzo, two fifty seven, eleven thirty nine, seven fifty three. I got to give Anthony Rizzo. I'm not going to fail him. This is one of those times where I can give him an extra couple of points here to keep him from failing. Yeah. I got to give him a f- – I got to give him a D. I got to give Anthony Rizzo. Giving him a D? I have to. He he deserves it. I mean, the defense has been okay. I don't think he's been as good as previous years. Sometimes – I mean, we always want to rip Glaber Torres for falling asleep out there. There's times he falls asleep out there. Yeah. And and what are you doing? You haven't hit a home run in fucking, like, what, 40 games now? May 20th. You're one of the two guys on this ball club that have to – that absolutely has to step up without Bingo. Aaron Judge. Bingo. And where have you been? Bingo. Nowhere. Right. Yeah, that's that's what's killing his grade. So I'll I'll give him a D plus because he hasn't stepped up. The only reason why it's not an F was because of his hot start to the season. How how yeah. good he looked at the beginning, but really really disappointed. There is still time. Judge is still out. He can turn that around right when we get started in the second half. That's that's the key right now. He's got to step up in Judge's absence. Yep. I'm also going D plus. I'm going D plus because again, he's one of the main names that needed to step up. Yeah. He needed to step up, and I, I can't, I can't look at the first two months or whatever the hell it was where he was one of the best first basemen in baseball, if not the best, even offensively. I can't look at that and go, "I'm okay with giving this guy a C." He's falling apart at the worst time. Mm. Absolutely, and I can't, I can't grade him halfway decent on that. I gotta go D plus. All right, speaking of C, okay, Clark Schmidt, okay, four and six, four forty, eighty-seven Ks and eighty-eight innings, one point three nine WHIP. I'm gonna give Clark Schmitty here a C plus. Mm. I think. Right I think. You. Yeah, it's you know for what he is, you know what is he seventh on the depth chart? You know Clark Schmidt, he had that really strong run, but still five innings, three runs a lot of the time. That's not really. It's good for what he is, but you can't get to that next level of being a B a B ball player there. And, you know, I like Clark Schmidt in his for what he does. He's not destroying the Yankees. He's playing his role well, but C-plus for me for Clark Schmidt. C-plus. All I got to say, C-plus for him. Man, I'll, get, I'll give him a B, actually. I think he, I'm kind of grading players based on a curve of their role. I mean, this is a guy that is supposed to be the fifth starter for the Yankees, right? So for a fifth starter, he's been pretty damn good over these last couple of months. So considering that he's a fifth starter, uh, the the innings that he's pitched, the limit of runs he's allowed, he's I gotta give him a B. All right. Uh, okay. Okay. No, it's not what you want. Want to hit the bathroom drop right now? 
that Joe then, Girardi just wanted to come in and have a conversation and just say it's not what you want. The binder made an appearance. <laughs> <laughs> drop and then guess who's next. Oh, uh, God. Trevino? Seven. It is, it is Luis Severino. Uh, One and four, seven, three, uh, eight. Yeah. He's got 37 That's Ks and 42 in the two-thirds innings, almost a whip approaching two. I mean, he's terrible. F. I got one for him. You suck, you jackass. <laughs> That's, That's it. I one. mean, it is such jackass. an F. It is about as yeah, F man. as F can get. Uh, <laughs> I don't even know what the answer is with Luis Severino. Like, just looking ahead to the second half of the season, I really don't. I don't know if the Yankees, maybe maybe you, you look to do a deal for, like, uh, another starter that's a free agent. And even if they're struggling, be like, maybe change of scenery is a good idea. Maybe send mm. me to the bullpen and maybe he finds success there. I don't think he'll be fucking pissed if the Yankees ever made that decision. But you're pitching like dick, so what do you want him to do? Well, um, Luis Severino spent more time pissed or injured in the last four years. It's tough. It's right up there. It's a head-to-head matchup. Right, yeah. F. That's That's all. All right, we got another guy getting an F here. John Carl Stanton, 203, 923 in the 702 OPS. Uh, yeah, this is, again, you know, this is like DJ LeMayu where you, you don't want to fail him because you like him, but it, he's, he sucks this year. Again, there's two guys that have to be better than they normally are or at least compete and give the Yankees an opportunity with Judge out. And Stan is just... He's been absent. I mean, there's no way, other way to say it. He's been atrocious. You, you have. I mean, if you're gonna, if you're gonna pass him, I would love to hear the reasoning on it. But F can't. He's an F. F all across the board. He's an F. No, no, he's that, an, no, he's no an doubt F. about it. Because you remember the last time Judge had a long-term injury, he he really stepped up for he this team. He carried him. Yeah, he, he did. He did. Great. When yeah, Judge it was 18, right? Game. I thought so. So he carried him. Um. Yeah. Look how much he's aged. Think about yeah. that for a second. Since 2018. Mm. Look how different he looks. Well, his age is just worse than Obama moves. did when Obama was in the White House. <laughs> Facts. That's, a, that's carrying the Yankees just as much stress. Yeah. Um. But yeah, big time F. Big F. Okay. Batram. We got three more players. Uh. Then we'll do Booney, and then we'll give the team an overall grade. So we're winding down here. Uh. Next up is Glaber Torres. Uh. Glaber mm. Torres. Uh, Labor Torres, 251-1336-738 OPS. Uh, I'm going to give Glaber, and I'm going to be fair about this, okay? I'm going to be very fair about this. I'm going to give Glaber Torres a C-. minus. Okay? I think that's yeah. a fair fucking grade for him. Don't come in the chat and don't come at me and tell me he's the Yankees' second best pitcher. That's like being the tallest that's midget good. in the fucking circus. You're still coming up short, <laughs> all right? It means absolutely nothing that he's the second best hitter on the Yankees, okay? He's still terrible. Not okay. terrible. He's passable. But what passable. he did on Sunday is the exact – and I want to rant about this for a minute. I'm sorry. I know we're getting late in the show, but I'm so fucking sick and tired of watching him – play for this team when he when he pulls the shit that he did on uh <laughs> excuse me on Sunday make the fucking play you're supposed to be a major league second baseman make the play this team is struggling i added an extra syllable there for emphasis on how bad this team is struggling to score runs over there. and win games <laughs> you have a 4 to 1 lead in the 7th inning you turn a double play you win the game 
And Boone, Jesus Christ. I, I, we'll bring this up when we talk about Boone. Are we grading Boone? Oh, yeah, I love that. Boone. Oh, fuck him. Again, and I would maybe think about Glaber Torres a little bit differently if he didn't need his hand fucking held every step of the way. I don't think I don't think Glaber's made an inordinate amount of fucking error. He leads the league in errors. That's an indisputable yeah. fact. He leads the yep. league in errors. Yep. So and he C really instead of nine, he should have about fourteen. So be real. C minus to mm. be fair about it, but get him out of my face already. Yeah, I'm gonna. I'm actually gonna give him a C plus, um, because he's kind of met my expectations of who he is. I mean, I'm not fooled by Glaber Torres. A lot of people are very much fooled by Glaber Torres, thinking that oh no, all of a sudden, uh, I I give Glaber Torres a C plus because that is my expectation of him. He's a C plus player in my opinion. I've seen Glaber Torres is not walking through the door again. No, there's no such guy. What you're seeing now is who Glaber Torres is. That that's exactly who Glaber Torres is. Does he go somewhere else and maybe gets better? Maybe he does. God bless him. But for me, as of right now, he's a C plus, and that is it. That's who Glaber Torres is. Yeah, I'll and give before him. Before you go, can I just sure. say, can I just make do what you got to do? Glaber Torres, a major league second baseman. That hits 250, going to be around 25 home runs and drives in 70 runs. is pretty damn good. I think anybody would take that. But, A, that's not what we were sold on, Glaber Torres. We were sold on a franchise pillar, number one prospect, to be the to be the Robin to uh, Aaron Judge's Batman, if you want to use that term. He's fallen way short of that. And, number two, this guy has his head so far shoved up his ass, he knows he can see the back of his fucking teeth, okay? I'm tired of it. Goodbye. Like that and I don't want to hear any more about oh his his what what do they like to, to throw at me is WRC plus? Wipe your Fuck ass that. with WRC plus. Please Natural. watch this guy fucking play baseball and tell me he's a winning baseball player. Mm. WRC plus. Would you look at that? Yeah. Oh, that was good, man. Just look at it. Sometimes it's all you could do. I, I mean, that's what, that's what, you know, that's what they do with those WR something. Just they just stare at, at a fucking thing and just stare just at it. Just oh, look yeah, at that's it. That's good. Oh, look at that. Uh, I, I don't know. <laughs> like, a, I'm kind of, it's like, a, I guess a C. I'll give Glaber a C only because, why yeah. Do, why do I give him Glaber the high? Now I feel kind of upset did, now. I don't want to give him the highest score. Nah, you I don't want to be the sometimes, asshole. And I'm the asshole. Sometimes the you're the asshole. Everybody's throwing tomatoes at my face today. <laughs> uh Really, just yeah, he's the he's second best hitter, I guess, right now on the Yankees, and it's not that it's not that great. Okay, Christian just said he didn't want to hear that. Okay, uh, too late. Okay, <laughs> all right. Okay, 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 okay. But I don't know, man. The 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 bad defensive plays and stuff like that. But. That is there occasionally. It's just it's he's not the player we were sold on. That was a good way of putting it. Jose Trevino, 211, 415, 571 OPSP. It seems like you're chomping at the bit for this one. I give him a D, flat D. I, I almost want to give him an F plus, but I'll be honest with you. he The guy mm. seems like he cares, and he goes out there and does what he does, but... I, I say it all the time on game season. Is that platinum glove stuck up his ass somewhere? Because I haven't seen it this year. I haven't seen a platinum glove. He can't no. throw a runner out. I'm sorry. I haven't seen that shit. A lot of times when you got a real good defensive catch, you're like, you know what? You're, this dude is like legit. I'm not saying he's bad. I think he's a good framer. I think he's a good, he, he blocks the ball well. I think he calls a good game. But man, oh man, I mean, he has a wet noodle for a bat. I mean, a complete wet noodle for a bat. 
And we saw a much better bat last year, and he just regressed a lot uh, from what I at least remember. Yeah, big I don't, time. It's an all-star. You know, I don't see the same. He was an all-star, exactly. And, and you know, Brian Cashman's jumping up and down going, hey, look what I found. Yeah. Cute. It, That's my diamond in the rough. Uh, yeah. Another one. That's exactly uh, and it didn't last. And um, I am honestly, I'm almost uh, the guy's probably the, the nicest damn guy on the planet too. every interview you see him do. He seems like a fucking awesome dude. But I'll be honest with you, man. If the Yankees came out tomorrow and said, hey, Trevino was traded in his deal. We called him Rortman. I'd be like, yes, good. Yeah. Napoleon Dynamite. Yes. Yeah, exactly. The whole fist thing, everything. Yeah, I, all of it. I was honestly going to give him an F. But Pete, you make a good point. He. You know, he is defensively, he can be someone that, well, uh, you make a good point that there's more to his game that, that we're seeing and how he handles himself and the pit and the pitching, the pitching has been really good and he has yeah. to have a, have a hand in that. So it, as much as his offense has been terrible, yeah, he's not throwing guys out. I haven't loved what I've seen from him defensively. The pitching has been really good and the, you know, he has to, he has to have some sort of say in, in, in that aspect. So I'll give him a D just for that. Giving him the D. For the pitchers, Brian's given a lot of D's. Right. Yeah, right? a lot of D, a lot of D. Is the am I allowed to say the only reason why I'm not failing him is because Garrett Cole likes him? Is that enough? Yes, reason? that is a hundred percent a fair reason. Fair. Garrett Cole has that type of pull, so that's fair. All right, D. Because of everything you guys have said, he, he's. I mean, you honestly, like, I would think that he's swinging a fucking pool noodle out there when he's yeah, at bat. I mean, he's terrible, not been man. To, He's not been the same hitter that he was in the first half of last year. He's not a starting catcher. I think everybody knew that except for the fucking Yankees. And uh, like you said, dude, he can't throw anybody out. I mean, he's he's got that nice snap throw to first. He frames yeah. balls well. Garrett Cole likes him. I mean, so D. I mean, those are the things that get that passes him right now. So the final player. I, here, let me throw one more thing real quick with Trevino. Is he also has the worst at bat? In the major, the worst single at bat in baseball this year. Yes, I believe the one when he swung at the ball at his tit. But he yeah, had two pitches in that at bat that, that, that were projected to hit him. I've I've never seen anything like that in, in all my years yeah. watching baseball yeah. ever. It is it might be the worst single at bat I've ever witnessed ever. So that I might want to give him an F now. <laughs> I'll stay at the D. Oh, I'll stay with the D. Get out before right. I change my mind, Jose. <laughs> Last player before we get. The boon and then the team overall grade is uh, Anthony Volpe, 216, 13, 33. He got thrown out for the first time. So he's 16 out of 17 in stolen bases in the Cubs series, 682 OPS. Uh, Ryan, what do you, you want to start off? Sure. Again, considering the human element, a rookie shortstop for the New York Yankees and recency bias that he has kind of seemed to have turned a corner, at least for this year, his production has gone up. I'm giving him a B minus. That's a high grade, and I'm talking. Mm. I'm, I'm I'm talking to him after class. I'm saying this, this isn't going to last if I don't see results. Now I see your effort. I like how you're handling yourself, but I need to start seeing more and more results. I'm giving him that rookie curve, and I'm giving him a B minus. I know that's high, mm. but and it's more about how I what I've seen in the in the potential and the effort that has been put in in these last couple of weeks. Mm. I am going to give Volpe a C plus. Right, and the reason I'm going C plus 
is I already knew about his defense and his arm. So that does not surprise me because I never wanted him to be the starting shortstop. So I'm not upset about that because I knew it. My anger, not really, I don't want to say anger, my expectation has been lessened a little bit because my projection, he could still hit it, but we're talking about mid-year right now, was 240, 20-plus homers, 30-plus stolen bags. He has a chance to maybe get all of that if he gets hot. I'm a little upset, and maybe that this is arguably definitely not part of his fault, okay? Because apparently Aaron Boone didn't know that the guy was opening too early and he couldn't touch an outside pitch, so whatever. He didn't, apparently he didn't even understand and know that, you know, it was a lot more to that. No, it was that. It's as clear as fucking day, as long as you just watched them. So my thing with that is that took a long time. He struggled for a minute. I, I can't sit here and be like, you know, this guy's Josh Young or, or even a Gunnar Henderson and, and, and somebody other, you know, elite rookies this year. I love him. I like the kid a lot. I root for him. I, I gotta go. I gotta go C plus because he hasn't even hit the expectation that I tried to set for him. I agree with your grade one hundred percent. That's why I'm giving him a C plus as well. Uh, I think that a lot of things that bothered me about him, he was. I, I would say right around the time of that Seattle series, he was very shaky defensively. Like he was having a lot of trouble just fielding routine ground balls. I think he's cleaned that up a lot. You know, rookies go through that patch. So I think here's what I'll say. You can you have your opinion about how he is defensively. You think he's not the long-term answer. But when I look at him, I don't get nervous when the ball is hit to him. And I think mm. that goes a long way in yeah. how I feel towards the, towards the player defensively. Like, I don't – when the ball was hit to shortstop last year, my fucking heart was down by my nuts, all right? Now, I don't feel that way this year when the ball is hit to Anthony Volpe, and I think that's an important fact or thing to state because people always say, Jeter sucked defensively. Did you ever have a fucking panic attack when the ball was hit to Derek Jeter? Because I didn't, okay? So that's how Never. I, I, I kind of grade uh, de- players defensively. You can see he's got he's to gotta really get the, some oomph behind it to get the ball over to first base, but he feels the ball. I think that's important as a shortstop. Oh, completely on his face. He was hitting 180. He's up to 216. So, yeah. I mean, yeah. you could see that he's he's made the adjustments. He's improved. Adding 30 points to your batting average, 35 points to your batting average. I don't care how low it is. Not an easy thing to do, especially, especially when you're late. a rookie. Right. You know, I mean, it, you know? it all happened basically in, Ju- in June. Towards the end of June. It wasn't even early. It was towards the end of June. Because I remember saying, I was like, you know what? I'm giving him to the All-Star break. But if he's hitting 180 at the All-Star break, we got serious conversations that need to happen. And he has really picked it up to be hitting 216. So he has a long stretch now of hitting probably, if I had to guess, I would say like over his last 30 games, probably hitting close to 270, 260. Yeah, and I think he's he's been well over 300 since the Magic Dinner that he had. So, I mean, you could definitely, he's made the adjustments. He's not quite there. He's not going to be in the rookie of the year conversation like a lot of us had hoped and thought he would be. But yeah. I don't. If you're looking at a list of problems that the Yankees have, I don't even put him on the list to be honest with you. Yeah, yeah. In last thirty games, ninety four at bats, he's hitting two sixty six with a three thirty on base, four homers, seven ribbies, and three stolen bases. Uh, yeah, I'm okay know, with that. Yeah, I mean it's kind of uh, yeah, exactly. So, I mean maybe if you you know. He, Maybe I am giving Volpe a little bit of a curve on the grade 
but I, I think C plus is really fair for him. I, I think C yeah. plus is actually it's very very fair. It really is because I mean you could look at the numbers as is right and go. I mean that's a D. So I mm-hmm. think a C plus is is even generous in a way. All right, Pete. We'll let I'll give you the floor here for this one, <laughs> and then Ryan and I will jump in. The manager of the New York Yankees. The uh, what is their record right now? Can we? Can I pull this up here, real quick? The uh, there are so many. What are they? Games. Six games. Are they six games over? The New York Yankees. The forty-nine and forty-two. Eight games out of first place. One game out of the third wild card. New York Yankees and their manager Aaron Boone. What is your grade for Aaron Boone? Under my umbrella, umbrella, hey, 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 hey. <laughs> Under Aaron Boone's umbrella lies with him a D plus. Okay. And I'm giving Aaron Boone a D plus. Let me tell you why. People here are probably shocked in the comments, and I'm not giving him an F. I'm, I'm going to tell you why he I'm gets a, a D plus. I'm giving him a D plus because I will say it is kind of impressive that the Yankees are seven games over 500. That's the only reason why he gets that, because it is kind of impressive. But everything else that Aaron Boone does, the no accountability, the post-game conversations, the literally thinking everybody beside him is a fucking moron, really pisses me off. And at some point, it's got to end. I hate saying I don't I don't I don't hate saying it, but at some point it's really gotta end. This charade and this bullshit gotta go. I mean, I don't care if Boone came in, it was a new guy tomorrow, and it's like, yeah, I'm fucking tired of this. I'd be like, great, I like you. Good, let's do it. But this act and this bullshit of we're better, we're better, we're better, we're better. I know those guys, they're better, they're better, we're better. Every day, the the stupid ass shit going back to last year talking about Peraza. Uh, bashing Peraza in spring training when you never bash nobody. Then he comes out and does the thing the other night with with Glaber Torres. Oh, but I don't think it's really that bad. What the fuck are you watching? What are you talking about? You don't got to sit there and say Glaber sucks, everybody. But God Almighty, sit there and go, you know what? That's a major league second baseman. He knows he has to make that play. And there's been a couple of those this year that he could do better. That's not bashing him. You didn't sit there and say no team should want this guy. Fuck him. I mean, have a little accountability. And Aaron Boone, honestly, we all notice he has none. That is his biggest problem with his fan base. There is zero accountability in that clubhouse. And I'm happy because I see more people saying things like, yeah, he gives him a, a, a cupcake and a hand job after he yell, if he tells them something to media. He goes back to Glaber, it's okay, pull down your pants. Come on. I mean, it's All a right. fucking joke. Okay, you want the cupcake a, it, first or the blowy? Okay. Either one. Whatever one you want to go. Do you want me to do them both at the same time? What do you want? <laughs> well, then we are going to start banging. I mean, I'm just I'm just sick and tired of it, man. And, and that is my only worry about Casey coming here also. Mm. Is is that? Is, is Aaron Boone getting his buddy involved? And is it a little buddy party? Is he bringing a new friend to the group? You know, to the Midnight Society. They're going to sit around and tell little scary stories in the oh, bar. Oh, shit. I mean, I, I don't even, I, I don't know. And that that's my biggest thing with Boone. Because I'll be, I'm going to sit here and say it. I want to fucking like this guy. I want to give Aaron Boone the benefit of a doubt and go, yeah, you are a baseball guy, but you know fucking better than this. So you're making a jerk off out of me. You're making a jerk off out of anybody who knows baseball. When you sit there and go, I got a new lineup every fucking day. Well, me and Derek talked about this. I think in a week, 
They had five leadoff hitters. How do you do that and expect to win? So, you know, all the puppet stuff, all this, all that. You know what? Fuck it. I give him a D minus. Oh, shit. Hi, Ryan, you go. All right. Yeah, definitely agree, Pete. The lack of accountability is the glaring worst aspect of Aaron Boone. Having said that, considering the injuries that they faced, considering that this is the best bullpen in baseball, considering that he doesn't really have much of a say in the roster construction or seemingly, you know, he's more of what was the what was the term, Christian, that they always use the puppet or something like that. Yeah, something, puppet. Right. This team is seven games over 500 in a division in which every single team in its division would be in first place in the AL Central right now by two games. Mm. They're two Best division good. of baseball. Yeah, I mean the 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 Red Sox are have forty three losses. The Guardians have forty five losses. So when you consider the American League East and how much of a beast this division is, I got to give them a C minus. I have to considering what uh, all those elements involved. I just wish I couldn't agree more, Pete. That's the that's just the one thing I wish just a little bit a shred more of some kind of accountability and urgency, which is, I guess, urgency is the opposite of complacency in a way mm-hmm. where you're not showing Correct. that, that, that rush, that this is a problem. The Yankees shouldn't be in fourth place. I don't care what division you're in, but yep. with all those elements involved, I'll give them a C minus. F. <laughs> F. <laughs> I cannot in good conscience sit here and pass Aaron Boone for the job that he's done this year. I agree. I listen to all your points, Ryan. You make hell of sure. He, if you're not <laughs> failing him, then maybe I am the biggest asshole on the planet for, for the one doing it. I cannot for the life of me find one thing that this guy does that I like right now. Oh, he, he yells at umpires. Great. I don't. Okay. So what? Yells, for anybody. He, he yells at umpires. Great. He, I would try to get ejected too, so I didn't have to fucking have a, a front row seat of watching his team <laughs> play every night. The way that they've been performing this year, okay? What are the things that this guy can control? When to pull his pitchers? I feel like on a nightly basis, I'm having an aneurysm over when he's taking a starter out, when he's bringing a when he's bringing a certain bullpen guy in. Why is bringing a certain bullpen guy? Well, Clay Holmes is a closer, but we use him in the sixth today because of lanes. What the fuck does that even mean? I know what it means, but come on now. Tell me that you have a why your bullpen is taxed. Your ace is at 90 plus pitches uh, out of the game. And then the next day, Nick Ramirez is trying to fucking close the game. Oh, God. There are things that he can control. <coughs> Always told that Aaron Boone has the lineup card. He told us himself that is what Brian Cashman said. I don't care if it's true or not. Those are what you're telling me. Opie's batting eight. I don't care that you guy batting him in eight, batting him in the eighth spot. Maybe the leadoff spot wasn't good enough for him or, or didn't work out for him. Why is he not batting ninth? You know, the double leadoff hitter. You know, DJ LeMayu's fucking cleaning up. We had Jake Bowers leading off. We had Willie Calhoun. Willie Calhoun fucking lead off once this year. Yep. Where did you come up with this shit? Rizzo, LeMayu, uh, Glaber. I mean, it's almost been everybody in the order. I know there's no good answer, but some of them are worse than others. 
Yeah, but don't you think there's also there is something to guys knowing where the fuck they're batting daily? Exactly. You're the cleanup hitter. We'll give you a week there. Yep. I mean, Chris, they, they, Chris was always big on that. Chris always pushes that. Right. Yeah, that that because you know playing baseball in college, he would always say, or or in high school, even hit, uh, hitting to know where you're hitting in that lineup every day. It, it it's just that that level of comfort is of course. You know, and, and that's why I, that's why I wipe my ass with the hey, I'm a baseball guy. You probably yeah, but then fucking show it, bro. Like yeah. you're you're fooling the 14 year old. You're not fooling me. You're not fooling me by thinking you're Dusty Baker when you're not. Mm. I mean that the analytics spit out a lineup, and I'd be like looking at it, be like, "No, I'm not. I'm not doing this tonight." And and what are you afraid to answer to Brian Cashman? Fuck him. <laughs> Your ass is on the line when if this team doesn't win. You're the Damn one right. that's out there answering fucking questions every night. Not yep. him. Yep. Aaron, why'd you do that? And then you got the fucking balls to talk to all the and I don't have a guy, I don't really respect any of the fucking beat writers because they all let you fucking off the hook because they want to be your friend more than do their jobs. You talk to them like they're fucking stupid when we all know that you made the wrong decision. Yep. The they worst handed thing. me, man. If they handed me that lineup card daily, I said, cool. I pull out the Sharpie and I go, all right, let's do this. I move everybody the way I want and say, now do me a favor. Go fuck yourself. And I come right out to yeah. the dugout, put it on. That's the lineup today. Have a good day. To when you guys want to fire me, go right ahead. It'll be the greatest press conference of all time because I'll let them know what you're doing here. No big deal. I wanted to be a manager. You don't want me to manage. That's the problem. That's why I'm gone. Not a problem. Let's play. I understand the public face of what Aaron Boone is supposed to be and how Brian Cashman wants his manager presented to be a ballless cuck. Okay. Cause that's basically how Aaron Boone acts most of the time. Okay. Mm-hmm. But the fact of the matter is you can still be that way and hold your fucking team accountable in the media, which he fails to do time and time again. We just saw it up a little bit ago with Glaber Torres. Oh, I don't think it's been that bad. Honestly, somebody's got to pass him a note that lets him know that Gleyber Torres has made the most errors as a second baseman in the league. I mean, he he's the fucking manager. How do you not even know that? Yeah, you can't bull. And that's, that's the point of the accountability part. Do you really think the fans are that fucking stupid? Watch, that we watch, watch Donaldson this? wave, wave oh. through pitches, wave through them, and then stare at fastballs right down the fucking middle of the plate. Bro, Look you're crazy if you don't think he's going to have a bounce back here. I think he's having Delusion. really good at-bats. Does he believe up? it, though? Do they, does he believe? Does he actually believe what I, he's I got to believe he's not that fucking stupid. Right? I just think he's so dumb to the point. It's like, I have to play this role. I got no choice. I'm happy yeah. being Hurt Iron Boone. Her, her, her. That's it. Man. Samantha in the chat said this a while ago, and, I, and, she was, and she's right. She was like, maybe he's just happy to say I'm the manager of the Yankees, and it, I don't give a fuck about what the people think. Play I'm the he, this guy is married to a fucking playboy playmate. I don't know how to this day. So he could see she out there. She the fuck out of him, by the way. Has let to. me, tell, let me just make this point here, okay? So you're just happy to be there. You're just happy to be the manager of the Yankees, and you don't care that nobody respects you, and you're treated like a fucking cuck, and you're a piece of garbage, and that's how they, they – nobody, nobody has any respect for you. But as long as you get to sign your name, Aaron Boone, manager of the Yankees, you don't fucking care. You married a playboy playmate. 
but she fucks every single dad on that block except for you. But you don't care because <laughs> I get to sleep next to her in bed at night. Hurt, hurt, hurt. I'm married to a playboy playmate. It's the same fucking thing. You're supposed to yeah. be a man. Stand up for your fucking self. And I'm not accusing Mrs. Boone of that. I'm just saying. Because somebody's going to say, you know, uh, yeah. I'm just saying. It's the same thing. Stand up for your fucking self. You landed a fucking Playboy yeah. Playmate, dude. That's an accomplishment, dude. That's something. <laughs> honestly, that's an accomplishment. Not everybody yeah. gets to say that shit. Yep. Be that guy. Be the guy. Fucking Playboy Playmate. Be that. Be, I want that guy to be my manager. That's who I want to be my manager. He'll say, well, uh, it is. <laughs> nice. <laughs> I don't know, man. I, I'm I'm just I'm I'm tired of Boone in general. I, I have so many rants on Boone. So I mean, I would have fired Boone the minute he said that he got. He, he th I thought it was actually bullying. He would have been gone that day. Cause I know if I'm in that clubhouse, there's no way the guys in that clubhouse are hearing that going. I play for this guy. I had to call my agent up the same day and said, "Do me a favor, request a trade immediately." I'm gone. I can't yep. play for this fucking guy. I can't. This guy's an absolute loser to even think of saying that. At 40 something years old. Imagine going home to your wife and, and she looked at you and goes, Did you say on TV you got bullied? It's kind of how I felt. Get the fuck out of here. Pack your bags. Get out of here. Oh. I'm going with Steve next door. I definitely <laughs> am. That, I am definitely going with that guy next door now. Okay. <laughs> like, what are you, what's going on here? But to I'm pass like, that, Aaron that just... Boone for me is to find one redeeming quality about him. And right now I can't do it. I just can't. Yeah. Yep. All right, finally, what do you give the team for the first half? An F. I give him an F because I am not I'm not acceptable of failure. And at the end of the day, if that season ended right now, which is where we're grading them, they have missed the postseason. They get an F. Okay, Ryan. Damn, man. When you say when you say shit like that, it makes me want to lower my grade for them. Because that's that's a great it's point. Only, it's the only way I know how to do it. They did not make the postseason. As of right now, they are not a postseason team. It is an F. But if we're taking the individuals, right, if we're taking all the individuals and we're adding up all the grades and then averaging them, I think there's enough A's and B's in there that I can't I would be able to give them a passing grade. I'll give them a D, D plus, uh, maybe even a C, C minus. Okay. I'll, gi yeah. I'll give them a C minus. Okay. I'll oh. give them a C minus because I've liked – um, you know, this division's tough. Some of the points that I've said, whatever. Uh, and it's, but the fucking people, the amount of failures that they have on this team really drives it down. But I, yeah, I'll, I'm going C minus, but that is an awful, awful grade for the New York Yankees. Uh, F failure. Okay. Mm -hmm. There's no other way for me to describe it. This has been a failure yeah. of a first yeah. half. And people are going to say, well, there's seven games over 500. What could he fucking do? Where is that guy? What is that guy in the Yankees right now? Yep. They're not in the playoffs. To me, that, that's, in the all play. I, that's all I look at. They're not in the postseason. They, and you want to tell me, and I'm, and I said, I said this earlier, we're going to get back to this, right? Aaron Judge. Okay. I gave you that for like two weeks. Now I watched this team for what? Six weeks without Aaron Judge. They lose games that have nothing to do with whether or not Aaron Judge is in the lineup or not. Okay. okay. Yep, that's true for sure. They're up four to one on on yeah. Sunday. 
Yep. Does it have anything to do with Aaron Judge being in the lineup or not? Or you could say, nah. well, then it would have been up six to one. But no, they didn't execute down the stretch. They lost. The bullpen didn't help the matter. They, the bullpen didn't didn't help matters after Glaber Torres did. So that has nothing to do with Aaron Judge. They have too many of these games where they 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 look fucking disinterested. Okay. Yeah. And I get it. maybe you want to say. You know, maybe Friday night, Aaron Judge could have helped. You got one hit by fucking Jamison Tyone, who is statistically the worst <laughs> fucking pitcher in the National League. Supposed to be the Yankees. Look at the names in the lineup. How do you get one hit by Jamison Tyone? And you want me I, to take you seriously? I guess there's three factors to it for me that it's giving me the higher grade. One is Garrett Cole. One is the fact that their bullpen is number one in baseball. And the last is that they've had the hardest schedule up until this point. Their strength of schedule has been tough. So to be seven games over with the with the tough the toughest schedule is is pretty pretty good. There's no reason yeah. to lose to the Cardinals with with or without Aaron Judge. Sevy gets blitzed, you you pack no. it in. You don't need they, they didn't need that was it. They were like, uh, oh, we got another game to play later. Fuck it. Nah. And then, you know, Jordan Montgomery. I mean, Jesus. You, come on now. Yeah. You lose I mean, another been... game. You lose another game when Garrett Cole pitches pitches like an ace. There, you there's fail been... just al- I'm sorry. No, you should feel just alone on the fact that you lost four fucking games where this guy allowed two runs or less. You should feel alone just on that. That's... I can't. I can't. Yeah. I can't. You know, and and for me, I mean, individual, cool. We gave the individual, but I'm looking at this team as a whole, and the only stat that you could look at as a team as a whole is a win and loss record. And at the end of the day, they are not a postseason team. As a Yankee fan, I cannot give them anything more than an F. I, I just, I can't, nobody can convince me. Yeah, but what about that? What about that? What about this? What about that? I have to give them an F, and that is it. Because again, we are rating them to this moment. If the season ended right now, that is their rating. They're not a playoff team. If they made the wild card, if they made the wild card, I say this here, I would give them a D plus. But with them not making the wild card as of right now, they're an F. They Only win Sunday. I, I don't. If they won Sunday, I don't fail them. I'll be completely honest with you. Me too. They had one on sure. Sunday. I do not fail them. Yeah, that was a bad last taste of the first half. And look at the way it happened. That last bite. Think yeah. about how it happened. During game season, I said, I said, guys, you know what you got right now in one game? You got a whole, you got nine innings of the whole first half. Yeah. Everything wrong with this club went wrong and happened. And I said, yep, that's the first half. That's the way to finish the first half. The way the whole season has been so far in one game. Watched too many yep. games where they should have won. Oh, and it too has many. Nothing to- and it has nothing to do with whether or not Aaron Judge has has been able to play or not. I've no, watched too many all. games where they've sure. been non-competitive. And that has a lot to do with who leads this team, which is another reason why he gets an F. So, I, I'm sorry, F. But you know what? No doubt. Rodon's on the fucking mound on Friday in Can't Colorado. Wait. Let's fucking go. There's no reason to lose yeah. this series. You got fucking Rodon and Garrett Cole pitching in the series. There's no fucking reason to lose it. It's starting, uh, starting back up on Friday. It's been a super long show. We're pushing nearly two hours. We want to thank right. everybody Shit. that's been in the chat. We, we did report cards. We had a lot to talk about. Uh, so, 
warned. It's not like we're just fluffing it up here, okay? There's a lot, a lot of shit going on here to break down the first half of the season for the Yankees and potentially where things could be headed as we head towards the trade deadline here. So we want to thank everybody that's been in the chat here tonight. If you're still here, hit the like button, subscribe to NYY News TV. Uh, <clears throat> you want to, we want to see everybody out there in the Audi Club on September 23rd for NYY News TV Day 2023 yeah. Part 2. Okay? Be there. Uh, whether or not the Yankees will be playing for a playoff spot is still to be determined, but we, we still want to see you out there. Let's have a good time. Maybe it'll be like uh, we'll pour one out for the 2023 Yankees at that point. You never know. And at Let's least we get to see we'll get to see Corbin Carroll. At least that's interesting. Cool. Corbin Carroll. All right. Okay, a little Carroll action. All right. Oh, uh, if you're listening on Apple, Chris is on vacation, so uh, this will this will go on Apple Podcasts, but it will be a delayed uh, upload there. So hopefully everybody comes to YouTube here and catches the show here this way, but. Uh, if you are catching us on Apple Podcasts, please leave us a five-star rating and review. We want to thank everybody for their continued support of NYY News TV and the NYYST podcast. We want to thank everybody for listening and watching episode 340, SGR. Go Yanks. Pete. Goodbye. Adios. Before it hits the front page.